Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. like that the final hour is here hot mic with Hutton and Withrow glad you're with us across the Outkick network we broadcast live on this Monday hitting the headlines with you and more you can join us in the chat YouTube channel if you're watching we say thank you hopefully you've subscribed if not we hope you will hit the like button and then also if you're listening on this great radio partner we say thank you as well you can join us daily 6th and Peabody with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine coming up Doc Holiday will join us he is the sports director for WMC-TV5 in Memphis, where we will dive into uh, Ja Morant and details behind what the Grizzlies can do, what he expects they will do, now that, yet again, he is on Instagram Live holding and waving a firearm while one of his buddies sits there and broadcasts this live on Instagram, this coming less than two months after he was suspended for eight games and was sent to Florida for quote-unquote therapy, for counseling, I should say. That was what it was, counseling. Then he flew to New York and met with Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, where Silver put out a, a statement at the time of the suspension saying, hey, we, we treat this seriously, and he knows where we come down on this. I'm paraphrasing. But, Chad, we read the, the full tenor of what Adam Silver was trying to get across and then Morant tried to get that across with, in, 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 I know through statements, but in a sit-down interview with Jalen Rose, and you mentioned this, it comes across as a very scripted take where at the time he's trying to sound contrite. And, and here's Morant back in March. You at the spot, Shotgun Willies, you are holding a gun. And we both know how dangerous that can be. Whose gun were you holding? Well, the gun wasn't mine. It's not who I am. I don't condone and, you know, any type of violence. Um, but I take, you know, full responsibility, you know, for my actions. Um, made a, you know, bad mistake. Um, and I can see uh, the image, you know, that I, I painted, you know, over myself, you know, with my recent mistakes. But, you know, in the future, I'm going to show everybody who John really is, you know, what I'm about, and, um, you know, change this narrative. So that's coming and stemming from all of the incidents that had been reported on and discussed at length, including the NBA investigating back in February that Morant and, and members of his crew were allegedly pointing a, a laser-dotted sight at Pacers players and personnel after a game. Morant had been accused of punching a teenager during a pickup game. It was also, I believe, Chad, within the details of that reporting, where he went inside to get a firearm then to come out. The teenager sued and claimed that he said threatening things about now I'm going to go get my gun. Yep. And he went upstairs to do that. And the then teenager had left. it like in his belt, in yep. his waist, in, in, in the belt. NBA's vest investigated the video of Morant showing off a handgun and shotgun. Willie's this is exactly what the conversation was in that audio. And he was suspended indefinitely for flashing a gun on Instagram Live uh, this coming down yesterday. 
hasn't learned any type of lesson. And it's clear that based on who he's with off the court, nothing is going to change. And the NBA and the Grizzlies have to step in and do something. More than just sending him off for a couple of days and then changing their travel habits which is what the Grizzlies did. It's also telling to me that John Morant and his representatives chose Jalen Rose as the guy to conduct the interview uh, when he got out of his rehab facility or wherever he went for a few days because that is about the softest of softballs you're going to receive is Jalen Rose, and they knew that, and that's why they did it. And I don't think that John Morant sounds the least bit contrite the way he's saying those words, that he wanted to change the narrative about himself. And narrator comes in and says, but he did not. Because a few months later, a few weeks later, really, a couple months, we have this instant again. Now, when will we hear from John Morant? Because we will at some point. There's going to be a posted apology. On Instagram Live. There's going to be something. Yeah, there's going to be one of those notepads with an apology written. And will one of the excuses from John Morant be... A friend of mine went live on Instagram. I did not know he was doing that. I'm asking the question because that could be the defense of John Morant that he didn't know that they were going live on Instagram. Now, it's a pretty hollow defense because it was still happening, right? But I, I do wonder how they handle this now. I'm talking about Team Morant, Team Ja, him and his publicist, but his agent, whoever, how they get together and try well, to spin this. The, the way they tried to spin it beyond what he said there to Jalen Rose was, you know, his father's coming out and saying that, you know, I take the blame for what's gone down, you know, behind the scenes. And at the time, it, that was the push, right? It was, oh, it's, it's his group. It's not Ja. And that no longer fits. It's now on Ja Morant. To change the narrative about himself, that's coming from that's coming from the league, and that's coming from his sponsors. That's coming from Nike, where he has his own shoe deal, his own signature shoe line, and that's coming from Powerade, owned by Coca-Cola, who was about to roll out their first marketing campaign for any player in five years, and they chose Ja Morant, and they pulled it before it even started. And reports were that Nike has said privately, hey, yeah, we want you to correct your image. And in eight weeks later, this is going down. It's a good opportunity for Adam Silver. I mean, it really is. It sounds crazy to say this could be a good thing. This could be a good thing for Adam Silver's regime, for his, his management of the NBA and what they ultimately want to be. But this is more than this just... This is also one that is going to be criticized, I think, regardless. If he's heavy-handed and says you're out for a year, that's going to get criticized as overly punitive. If he comes back and says, oh, you got eight games before, you sit out the first 16 games of the season, we'll double it up, that's going to be seen as way too light. So what does he... Uh, ultimately do well what needs to happen needs to be more than just oh let's react to how many games he's suspended for instead of reacting to what are they doing to get this guy help because he's ruining what is set up to be a perfect storyline career you know he's 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 signed the max contract now as the rookie that's going into effect next season 
it can be upwards of $250 million plus uh, if he's an NBA All-Pro. He's nowhere close to heading down that path, but he's got like $190 million fully guaranteed headed his way. And it's more than just, oh, suspend him for a season. Well, where do you think this guy's going to be for a season if you do that? Doing this. So actually, if you want to change the culture, which is really behind the scenes what they're trying to do, I say behind the scenes, what they're, the conversation, what Kwame Brown's talking about, what Sauce Gardner's talking about, where, hey, man, we've all got guns, but we just don't show them on Instagram Live. This should be more than just, let's suspend him for a year, and if he does it again on Instagram Live, then we're going to be really pissed off. It's got to be more than that. Otherwise, nothing's changing. You're just suspending the guy for optics, and this is more than optics. It's, uh, it's optics on Morant's part. But just because of his stupidity doesn't mean the NBA needs to take a step back in actually trying to make sure that they give him every opportunity to get back and, and adjust where he was prior to this deal. I, coming out of college, I didn't, did, did you hear anything about this? No. In college? No. I mean, granted, he was at Murray State, which isn't the most but he was a national spotlight name. on you there. He's in a that national market. name, though. At Murray State. Yeah, but I mean, there's not reporters, you know, in in Murray, Kentucky, following them around, knowing one well, way or the other. So, and, I, and I my also, point is, like, I don't. Yes, I don't think we'll this was a, great a problem. Guest to tell us, but I don't. I don't yeah. find it was a problem. His rookie season. I don't know how you fix stupid. I don't. I well, don't. What does the NBA do if he doesn't? If it's found that he doesn't have a problem mentally and he doesn't have some sort of addiction then I don't know what the NBA does to a guy who just wants to live this stupid life. Well, if he thinks that's cool, and that's his definition of cool, and he thinks the NBA is a bunch of squares, well, and so, everyone else is wrong, I don't, know, so either, I don't know where the NBA's responsibility to make him smarter comes in. So right? That's the hard part. But let's just be real here. He's either what Kwame Brown's alluding to, some rich dude pretending to be street, he's going to get himself killed, or he is, and it's going to be the opposite way around, where he's going to brandish something, playing a pickup game, and a kid's going to be shot. Yeah. Like, that's what comes to mind for me. Uh, laser pointers at the pacer. I mean, again, this is more than one incident. This is a, a, a string of circumstances that are no longer just wrong place, wrong time, or who you're hanging out with, or, oh, it was them, not me. I just happened to be there, and they got into it with people in the crowd. Or oh, there's, uh, there's you know there's Jaw's dad arguing with Shannon Sharp at halftime, you know that all of this comes together to where you just can't act like he just was diagnosed with a terminal illness and send him to treatment down in Florida and hey don't ask us any questions he's just away from the team. It, the NBA is treating us like we're stupid when the stupidity's happening and playing out live on Instagram because nothing's changed. And again, this would be a different reaction if this were, if we were talking about what had taken place in March of 2021, but it happened in 2023, less than two months ago, that we're rehashing all the details again and the new incidents continue to happen. I just don't, from the league's perspective... Right. If you, I don't know what you can do for a guy who is just living this life. Pac Man Jones comes to mind. I don't know there's any level of rehab when Pac Man Jones is playing. The NFL could have mandated for him 
that would have gotten him to not want to live right. a life as a criminal. But they suspended him for a year. Actually, it was indefinitely. And then he had to get reinstated by Roger Goodell yeah. by showing oh, certain I, I things think, along the and way. And that's why I think a one-year suspension is warranted where there's a lot of criteria he has to meet. And a lot of that is just, don't, dude, don't take an Instagram Live video of you with a weapon. How about that? Let's start there for, for a year. Or hang out with people that are going to put and you in see that if spot. That, see if that happens. Because right now, John Morant is a threat to he's a threat to himself and society. If I'm I mean, at a Memphis Grizzlies game and John Morant walks in with his crew of guys, knowing what they've done to threaten people and what they're about and the way they publicly present themselves and the fact they pointed a laser pointer at the Indiana Pacers, I'm not bringing my kids around them to meet John Morant. I'm running in the opposite direction. And that's because of him. That's what he wants to portray himself as. And a year ago, we're seeing him get this type of money. The, the same league that's having to figure this out is also verifying. And sponsors, too, were vetting him then. Yeah. You know? That, that's the other thing. Well, it it a, was all set up there, and now we're seeing this calendar play out. And it hasn't played out over the course of like five years. This has been playing out over the course of a couple months, going back to last se- going back to last summer, and then the reporters got involved, and everything started to trickle out. Well, it's it's a it's an interesting conversation. To try to figure out where does the league's ability to help and or responsibility to help or do something extra fall in? Because I would be sympathetic to any league that has a really talented athlete player in their league that they've suspended before, they've done seminars with, they've talked to, they've encouraged to get help, and that person either doesn't really have a problem other than the fact they just want to live a criminal lifestyle. And then well, wh- where does the league come in and where is their all, responsibility with that? All I'm hearing, though, is whenever this took place the last time it went down, Charles Barkley's going on inside the NBA saying, this, we've got to get this dude some help. And all, I've, all we've discussed is, okay, what's the suspension like? If that's true, then that needs to be the focus of how you get this guy and who needs to be able to reach out to him and get through to him. Because right now, the only people he's hanging out with are the same people that knew that all this went down, and they're going live on Instagram again. You can't get someone help that doesn't want it. Yeah, you can't. But I also just don't say – it's like saying suspend him for a year, but as soon as the season's over, this is popping up again. We We know where this is headed. Yeah, and, but I don't, I, don't know happens, what, I don't know what you want the league to do with that if a guy wants to go to a rehab facility for four days and act like he's changed. They can't make uh, him want to get help. They, they let him play eight games later, is my point. After, But for, now you're saying that a suspension is not enough. They've got to do more. So what? What do you do for not, a guy who doesn't want help? They, they played by his rules last time. They played by his rules last time. They treated him like he had an illness. And now they have to treat him like he's a threat to the, to the shield, to the brand. But at the same time, actually have some wherewithal to figure out and listen to your former players and current players who are saying the same thing, that this guy needs a wake-up call. And it's not going to come from anyone involved in his life right now. And that's extremely sad. And no one gives a damn about it, honestly. All they care about are the clicks and the headlines and showing the video. And the, the, the kid that came out of Murray State, from what we were saying and what we saw and what was being reported, there were nothing, no issues like this 
from what we were seeing on the front end. Now he's going live boasting about it. It's like playing a character. That's my thing. Is what? Where'd the character come from? Why the villain role? Because he's playing the heel for uh, for for who? Who's he? Who's he impressing? Why does he feel the need to do this? And he only does it around that crew, we believe, because once he goes on camera on ESPN with Jalen Rose, he's repeating a lot of lines that a publicist would tell him to repeat about I'm going to change the narrative. I'm what? What is else he says there? I don't condone violence in any way. Right. And I'm thinking this is a guy who's alleged to have punched a high school kid, to have threatened that kid with a gun who definitely went to a mall to attack someone with his friends All because of his... I mean, the, the, Memphis you, of Grizzly course, star John Moran. Of course you condone violence. So I, I don't... Look, here's what happens if you don't want to change. Or if you, if you don't have a medical condition, an addiction problem, a mental illness, or anything else, and you feel like you're in the right and you don't want to change. Even if you don't really deep down feel like you're in the right and you don't want to change... There's one of two ways to go about that. I don't, I don't know how the league comes into this, honestly. I don't know what the league can do other than suspend him to make him not their problem anymore if he goes and does something bad. He's going to go to jail. And we can talk about this with our next guest. I have seen this before. It's either rehab, prison, or death. And all you can pray is that it's not the death of someone innocent. And With, all, him, with him and his crew. And I'm I guess telling my, you, and my that's point, where this is probably headed. And my point is... I, and I don't want it to get this way. I want to come across as I want to make sure it's being noted that the suspension itself or if he ends up in prison is on him. But let's not pretend it's, oh, suspend him. The brands are taking a step back. And it's because they don't want it to happen on their watch. They want to don't oh, just see why don't sure. just act like you're helping the dude. It's all CYA. instead of actually helping the dude. And I don't know where that comes down or what number of games that equals. If it doesn't have things behind the scenes that are actually going to be enforced because it's clear nothing that they talked about the NBA office face to face was enforced whatsoever. He was fined like $600,000 for missing those games. Yep. That's it. Coming up, Doc well, Holliday joins us. By the way, us. the guy who should be, and we'll talk about this with Doc Holliday, the guy who should be helping him and being there and cutting out these friends in his life is his father, who is more interested in being a celebrity courtside at games right. and getting into fights with other fans and other players instead of helping his son. And that's the crux of this problem right now for John Morant. It's I, himself, I, I, I and it's his dad not being the one to cut this out. And his mom is allegedly getting upset with the manager at Foot Locker. And saying, I'm going to get my son down here to hurt you. Yeah. I mean, it, again, it's Parents just, are a problem. It is bizarre. There's no doubt the parents are a problem. We'll dive a bit deeper with our next guest, Doc Holliday. He's the sports director uh, for WMC-TV5 in Memphis. Was a Memphis Tiger. Played football. Uh, in the same era that Penny Hardaway was on the hardwood. We discussed this and more straight ahead with Doc Holliday on Hot Mike. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. 
It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Glad you're with us for Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow across the Outkick Network. We've been discussing John Morant and another suspension headed his way, already suspended indefinitely for all Grizzlies activities moving forward. Doc Holliday is uh, with WMC-TV5. He's a sports director there in Memphis, former Memphis Tiger as well. Uh, Doc, thank you for the time, man. And uh, just your initial reaction where... You see on video on Instagram Live, John ja Morant with a handgun in a car yet again. Well, first of all, thank you all for having me, man. Man, uh, uh, my initial reaction was uh, shock. I was speechless, uh, disappointed. I couldn't understand that we were back in this situation in this position so soon. I mean, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I didn't think it was never gonna happen again. But just two months after we had a similar situation. Uh, with this, with John Morant. So I was, you know, I, I was shocked. Uh, I really, you know, and I, like I said, I, I woke up on Sunday morning and, you know, Jay Will, you know, the former Duke basketball player who's, you know, he, has, he texts me, you know, and I wake up, I'm looking. He's like, Doc, what's up? You seen the, I'm like, video of John. So I go and look for, look at it and I look at it and I just look at the phone for a second and I'm just like, is this recent? Are we serious? So uh, it's just extremely disappointing, man. And, uh, Upset with the young man, the young royal. I mean, I'm not throwing him away, but just extremely disappointed and just speechless. You know, we're here in Nashville, so we're a close drive from Memphis, but we're not there in Memphis like you are, Doc. And the question that everyone that's not there keeps asking is, what happened? Because this was one of the true feel-good stories of the NBA when he left Murray State and started with the Grizzlies and then you get, you know, one incident, and then there's the report of another incident that happened in the past, and all these things start to happen. Has this been a consistent theme since he's been there? What 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 has gone on exactly? Well, let me say this, man. You know, I, I know a lot of things and a lot of talk on John Morant because he's made uh, some immature mistakes and some immature decisions. And I'll say that, you know, I was a football star here in Memphis, born and raised here in Memphis, played college, played NFL, played CFL. And I made a lot of dumb immature decisions, too, at 23, at 33, even at 43. And I think what we're seeing is that, and I try to get people to understand that uh, when you're a star athlete, 
athletes have a warped sense of reality, man. It's when you're an athlete, then you are a professional college athlete, professional athlete, then you're a superstar athlete. Those are three and four different things, man. So when you're able to do things, when you're an athlete and a star athlete and you're not held accountable for those things, you think it's okay to act that way. Other people get in trouble for doing things, but you don't get in trouble for doing things. So your reality becomes warped because that's your reality. I think with Ja, he's never been arrested. Uh, when you see him, he's respectful when I talk to him and when I see him or when I talk to T. Uh, he's respectful, but I think it's the it's the fact of, you know, fame and celebrity, man, and just being a superstar athlete and really not knowing how to deal with that and really not knowing what comes with that and really not ever being held accountable for things that you do and being punished for those things. So I'm glad to see that he is being punished for those things, because I know when I was in high school, when I was in college, you know, I'm cutting class. I'm doing things. I'm not getting in trouble at the time. You know, I'm going to class, not really taking, you know, not doing my work, but I'm getting past. Now, at the time, I'm thinking it's cool, but they didn't hold me accountable. Now, looking back, that kind of pissed me off because I wish they would have whooped me and disciplined me. So I think that's what we're seeing with job, man. You're just saying an entitlement for a superstar athlete, someone who's probably never been held accountable for those things because he's been a star athlete for a long time. And now you're seeing that playing out right in front of our eyes. And, Doc, what we were discussing is, well, the Grizzlies have invested the max behind them, right? And there's no – Nike uh, with the signature shoe deal uh, for him. They uh, Powerade and Coca-Cola about to have him as the face of their marketing campaign, the first individual campaign in five years. They're not doing that for this version of Ja Morant. I – I didn't hear a lot of this from through the OVC through the first couple years when he's with the Grizzlies. Did something change, or was it just simply, as you're putting it, whoever he's with behind the scenes, the Grizzlies just look the other way? I, I don't know how to view it through the lens of what you've seen there. I think you know what changed? Outstanding, crazy, celebrity, fame, and success. And the bank account changes. When the bank account changed, people treat you differently. And when you have, like, I grew up here in Memphis in, in the inner city, two-parent household. My mom died when I was 11, so my dad raised me and my brothers and sisters. But I still had a lot of time to get into a lot of different situations. But I had friends, real friends who were in the streets. You know, they went to jail for murder. They went to jail for robbery. Uh, they sold drugs, and a lot of them still do, and they did. But they didn't allow me to come around them, to do those things. Even though in my head, I want to want to come hang with you all. I want to do what you all doing. You know, I want to, you know, I didn't know everything that they was doing, but let me roll with you. They like, nah, they used to leave me. My cousins used to leave me. My friends used to leave. I'm like, why y'all leave me, man? They knew what they were going to do, but they didn't want me to have, they didn't want me to have anything to do with it. And I think what changed is just celebrity, bank account, money, access to things, access to people. And fame is extremely addictive. And if you're not used to that, you can get drunk off of it. You can get drunk off of it, and it can cause you to make some serious mistakes. Now, thankfully for Ja, and, and thank God, he hasn't gotten hurt behind some of the things that he's done, and no one close to him has gotten hurt. But if you don't change, eventually, you know, we're always hit the thunder before the lightning now. So God gives you the thunder before the lightning. I had to learn that. A lot of people I know had to learn that. And I'm hopefully Ja is learning that. Now you're hitting them in the pocket 
He lost his $600,000. And I tell people, man, because I played NFL football, I had teammates. They would get fine. Lawrence Phillips, one of my, he was one of my best friends when I played for the Rams. And we know he ended up going to prison and passing away. God, you know, he got suspended a lot. But I used to hear him call first, you know, call the bank. And you hear the bank, your account say, you know, your account balance is $1.7 million. He's listening to that. He's not He's not worried about the 70000 or 80000 they just took from him. So Jock could be in that situation. He lost 600000 He's like, I didn't even see that 600000 I just know I still got $4 million in the bank. So, you know, that's not going to really change anything I'm doing or how I'm thinking. Well, and I think it's easier said than done when you look at the situation and say, well, you know, get rid of those friends, get new friends, get better friends. It's especially easier said than done when you're saying, uh, your family's not helping you out. You know, cut your parents out, as an example. What would your advice be, Doc? You know, you, you, you said that you, you grew up in Memphis in difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. When you see this from the outside, if John Morant goes to you and says, you know, what should I do? What, what would your advice be to him right now? First of all, you got to grow up, man. You got to listen to people that's reaching out that really care for you. Don't get mad when somebody come at you and try to uh, discipline you and tell you what you what you're wrong. Because, you know, when when you love your children, like I love my dad, loved me, but he whooped me. If I'm doing wrong, you got to pull my coattail, man. And I have to sit him down. We have to have a real conversation, my guy. Get out your feelings. This is what God has blessed you with uh, ability and talent that not many people are blessed with. We have many great basketball players, but this dude is an athlete on a whole different level. You can't coach what he has. You can't teach what he has. And I have to I have to tell him. I would tell him, you have a responsibility to the creator, man, who blessed you with all his talent, good looks, you're well-spoken, you have charisma, you have personality, you have all of those things, and you have an inc- incredible athletic ability. That's why Nike wanted to partner with you. That's why Power A wanted to partner with you. It's not just about your athletic ability. It's about your look. It's about how you sound. It's about how you carry yourself. It's about because you have personality. And I will tell them, what do you want to do for your life, man? Because the way I live my life, I grew up, I'd be like, I grew up, I mean, I wake up, I'd be like, okay, God, how can I serve you today? Because God gave you all those abilities, man. You got to be a good steward of that. That's what I would tell them. You got to answer to the creator. Everything you do, you got to answer to him. You don't want him to take that talent from you. So that's what I would tell him. Get out your feelings. And even if you get even if you get mad and you're in your feelings, I'm going to tell you what needs to be said. Get out of these streets. Leave that alone. The gun life, glorifying the gun life. I, I grew up with plenty of people that they had to carry a pistol to survive because they were doing things that required them to have a pistol. Because they were robbing people, they were selling drugs, they were putting themselves in compromising positions, so they had to carry a pistol for survival and for defense. And I know a lot of them was using it to do things they shouldn't be doing. But that's not it, because everybody I know, and I tell them, look, man, I can look back in the past, you can't look into the future. I see where that role is heading, because I I, I was on that road. I had a detour, I had blocks, I had defenders, but I had best friends that were on that road. Some of them did 30 years in prison, 27, 25, 23, 22, and I'm not exaggerating. Now they're out and they're like, man, what was I thinking as a young man? We wasn't thinking. So that's what I would tell them. And whether he hears or forbears, he would have to deal with it. And I'd be like, I don't care if you ever talk to me again, my man. I'm trying to save your life. Now I holler at you. Doc Holiday with us, former Memphis Tiger. Well now he's the sports director at WMC-TV uh, 5 there in Memphis. 
Doc, the other thing that I've noticed in the reaction to it, in, in former players, current players, some delete tweets, some not, they respond immediately, hey, uh, Sauce Gardner, for instance, put out, like, hey, man, we've all got guns. We just don't, don't go on Instagram Live with it. Is there an underlying culture with this that Josh just going live with and we're not discussing more about this instead of it's Ja Morant doing this all the time? If everyone's walking around with guns, uh, the leagues, not just the NBA, but the leagues need to do more than just suspend a player. Well, you know, it's nothing, it's, you know, it's legal to have a gun. You're right. So you can't really be mad at them for having a gun. But when you're part of a part of a private entity, they have do's and don'ts. Right. You know, Second Amendment, you got. Yeah, you got constitutional rights. But when you're pro when you're part of when you make a contract and deal with a private entity, constitutional rights, they can't they can't, you know, uh, 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 mess with you about your constitutional rights. But they still have do's and don'ts. This is what you don't do. So he's right. You don't have to show your gun. That's a dangerous thing to do to be always showing your gun. So, cause when out now, when you're out and you're in a situation, you may not have a gun on you, or you may not be ready ready to pull it. But you get to arguing with someone, or they see you and they automatically get defensive and they want to try you. They know you have a propensity of carrying a pistol with you. So if anything happens, you bump me, you step on my shoe. They might get out and start throwing hot rocks at you before you even know it because they know you carry a weapon. So you don't have to show everybody, especially you, job. Get security. You don't have to carry. You don't have to carry that stick with you all the time. Get bodyguards, get security. And right in this latest video, you were sitting in the truck. I don't know you were driving. You were just sitting in the truck with your, with your friends. There was no reason to pull that pistol out. For what? For clicks, for views? I mean, celebrity is, and fame is a, it's, it's, it's a dangerous thing, and it destroys a lot of people. And we saw the, the report about Dylan Brooks will not be back under any circumstances. Um, the reports that they were having to hold private team meetings and discuss road etiquette and how to behave on the road this year with the Grizzlies because of some things like we saw with John Morant. What is the culture right now of that Grizzlies organization, Doc? Are they at a crossroads at this point with this also separate – and also including John Morant and everything going on? You know what, man, fellas, the, 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 the sad part or the frustrating part is uh, the Grizzlies is a great organization, man. They treat their players with respect. They treat them with love. It's a great culture. Desmond Bain is outstanding. Jaron Jackson Jr. is outstanding. Tyus Jones is outstanding. Steven Adams is outstanding. Xavier Tillman is humble and outstanding. Brandon Clark is humble and outstanding. Luke Kennard is humble and outstanding. I could go on and on with players on their team. You just have the superstar who has made mistakes. Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks don't get in any trouble, man. Dylan Brooks has been here in Memphis for six years. You never hear about any of them get, doing anything in the streets. And I'm still got my ear to the streets. So the organization is, 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 is bad because the organization overall gets a negative image placed on them because of what their superstar is doing. But the organization is well run. Zach Kleiman is doing a great job. He, you know, look, look how he's assembled this team and put these pieces together. Taylor Jenkins dealing with all the uh, distractions that came with, you know, that comes with this. And what Dylan did, Dylan just talking trash to people on the basketball court. That's what you're supposed to do. 
He caught, he gets slapped for talking trash to people on the basketball. You don't court. talk. Yeah, you don't, ain't no wrong with that. To don't me. talk trash it's to the like, king. That's what you're to do, huh? you, you don't do that to LeBron though. <laughs> hey, look, I'm gonna tell you something. Look, I'm one of those. I'm gonna try you, even though I'm. I, he tried him and he he got done in. You know, I ain't mad at what he said. LeBron is just just make sure when you run your mouth. When the LeBron do you in, make sure don't ignore us after the games like he did. So what do you think the league does, Doc? What are you hearing today uh, in response to what we saw on Instagram and the fact that the Grizzlies put the statement out immediately? Oh, he's definitely getting, you know, he. I think we know we, he's definitely getting a double-digit game suspension. You know, I hate to speculate because I'm not in the league, but if they just gave you eight games, and they just gave him eight games. Right. You know, then he set out a couple of more uh I think he didn't play when he was first eligible to come back. So whatever that whatever was whatever was said in that meeting with Adam Silver, and they gave you those eight games. I'm pretty sure he gave them some kind of reassurance, like, yeah, I'm gonna do better, I'm gonna make better decisions, this, that, and the other. And they probably told him, like, look, we can't have this again. It's almost like, you know, he's on Jai's on probation. It's like when you commit a crime and you get probation, and while you're still on probation, you commit a crime, guess what? They're gonna run that other charge back on top of the new charge. So it's going to be more repercussions. So I, I think he definitely is going to be a double, you know, it's going to be a double digit suspension, probably 15 to 20 games. And I can't be mad about it. So who's the biggest star, the bigger star in Memphis, John Morant or your former college buddy, Penny Hardaway? Uh, Penny Hardaway. It's not, it's not close, man. You know, it's not. Penny Hardaway you know, can do no wrong in Memphis, right? I mean, there's nothing that guy could do wrong there. Look, Penny is like my brother. When we were at Memphis together, that's when we became real close. But, you know, it's really, uh, you know, Penny is literally the king of Memphis. So, now nah, he can't because it's so much. We're looking at the basketball. It's so much Penny has done as far as taking care of people in the community, uh, 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 mentoring people, man, spending his own money to do a lot of things to feed people, make sure they're taken care of. So, unless, you know, that's no way that anybody can really, you know, catch up with Penny unless God comes down here in human form. That's probably the only person. <laughs> he was cool with us during the high school days whenever he's winning yeah, we, state championships. We called so. some of his state championship games when he was at East. But, exactly. And, exactly. With, with the same kids that you're talking about that he was helping out in the middle school age with Team Penny yeah. and others. Uh, Doc, yeah. thank you for the perspective, man. Hopefully, uh, I hope it doesn't come with another video or something else in a negative tone with John Morant, but I uh, would love your reaction from the Memphis side of things whenever uh, a suspension is handed down or if it takes a while, why it's taken a while. Thank you all for having me, man. I still believe in John. I love John, his whole family, man. I'm pulling for him. Uh, we make mistakes, man. I just hope he learns from this. Yeah, but thank you, Doc. Thanks, Doc. Doc. Appreciate it. Uh, great chat there. And uh, you can follow the socials there on the screen. Uh, for more, uh, WMC TV5, sports director. They'll be talking about that a lot. Yes, that is going to be the topic for a while. No hesitation, by the way. Penny Hardaway is king of Memphis, not not oh, John Morant. That's, I, I knew you knew the answer before you asked it. Though. Yeah. I'd say Ja's the bigger national name and star. Actually, I don't know. Penny Hardaway had a national Little Penny ad campaign with uh, Chris Rock. If you're old enough to remember that, like I am. With Chris oh, Rock voicing uh, Penny Hardaway, yeah. I'm saying for anyone else watching, listening. That might go to your they point, remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which is so sad. I know. Little Penny. They should bring that back. That's the new Nike ad. Just replace Jaws with Little Penny coming back. You have Powerade, Little, little Penny. Little Jaw? Yeah, well, no, you have Little Penny. 
Little John could. Well, I mean, if he keeps his you know nose clean, doesn't get any more trouble. He's just the opposite. Maybe a little John could resuscitate his uh, image. He's the opposite of John Morant. You're saying? Yeah, we could resuscitate his image. He's the therapist. This, this could be the change needed. <laughs> little John. Coming up, uh, we'll dive back into some other the headlines. We've got uh, Tom Brady and the Raiders. I thought we already the rumor mill was already about this with Tom Brady playing, not owning a portion of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, plus, well. I mean, we've got the Mets who can practically own all of Major League Baseball, all-star roster, but the record, pitching staff, Chad's happy. So, well, You're a Braves fan. it's also well, it's it's a early. Good, good time we come back to remind everyone that, you know, it's May. <laughs> it's mid-May. It's really bad. It's, it's mid-May. Details uh, on that next on Hot Mike. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chad, consider this. Vegas, they already own the sports world, right? I mean, all the gambling aspects of it. They've got every every league, every major league. They own a lot. Clamoring to be there. Yep. LeBron wants to own an NBA team there. They're all about to be there. That's right. And the A's building the new park. uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights back in the Western Conference Finals in the NHL. Point being, they could also have Tom Brady. Tom Brady's already an investor in the WNBA, the Aces, which is also owned by Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders. And reports are that Tom Brady is looking into buying a portion and investing into the Raiders. Every NFL team can have up to 25 separate investors among an ownership group. This would be one of those. But with the Raiders, this would be the brand. This would be the Brady brand joining up with Mark Davis. And I can't help but think that, man, Gronk, Gronk all but said it was all set up for them to go and be with the Raiders and join up and actually play. And now it's clear that Brady's got a good relationship with Davis just based on these reports. No one's confirming this. The the NFL has, has declined comment. Don Yee is who you go through to get a comment from Brady. Don Yee is declining comment. He's his agent. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, sounds like it's happening, and it's probably been in the works since he invested in the Aces recently. This would not affect his contract with Fox Sports. No. Nope. Because um, it's only the controlling owner. Or it's also only, the, the, it's only if you have some sort of controlling managerial part with a network. Because right. then you could manipulate the television contracts that way. So he's fine to do that if he wants. There were some reports that maybe, maybe not, that he'll actually go through only- with the contract with Fox, that there's still some questions out there about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, here's where I fall on this. Are, is Tom Brady, like Magic Johnson, do we really look at Magic Johnson as a part of the Los Angeles Dodgers, even though he's a small minority stake owner in it? 
Tom Brady, if he just disappears and he's a small part of the Raiders, I, I want more Tom Brady than that. It's kind of the way I felt about Peyton Manning. I want Peyton Manning to do the things because I love Peyton Manning where I'm getting Peyton Manning content the most. If you go and you're in a front office for a team, you're not getting much Peyton Manning content. Mm. I kind of feel the same about Tom Brady. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, this is me speaking selfishly now. I want whatever Tom Brady can go do where I get good Tom Brady content, whether that be a job in the media or something that's forward-facing. I don't know that a very small minority ownership stake in the Raiders mixed with nothing else would do that. Well, I'm just intrigued by the business strategy of everything he's compiling because he, he was it's not the first time he's done this. He spoke with Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, about a, a minority stake in the Dolphins organization twice, according to reports, 2021 and 2022. And then he was you know, on the yacht in 20, what was it, 2019? Whenever all the tampering took place, that, that was actually 2019. came out, and then they lost the first round draft pick with all this. Yep, he was, he ended that up was his last year with. Um, was it first year in Tampa or was it the last year in New England? One I of the think two. it was the last year in New England. Okay. Yeah, so that's 2019. But you've got, I mean, in recent years, you've got the Raiders who have put out, like, you know, flashes of bringing in different. Try to, they're trying to bring in stars, right? They're in Vegas now. They had Gruden, all of it. Brady's on a different pl platform with that, even at a, as a small and what would be considered a small investor in, in team ownership. Matt Ryan, speaking of quarterbacks, he is joining CBS. He put out that he's joining the CBS broadcast team in a booth. Didn't say which one. Nothing's been reported there in that regard. But he also said this isn't a retirement post with a, you know, a winking. Like, so, I mean... You're not joining the NFL and CBS family unless you think it's probably the end of what was a 15-year career with an MVP award. But I'm, I'm intrigued to see if he latches on with the team due to injury somewhere or if he ends up with CBS throughout the, the season on one of the broadcast crews and works his way up. Feels like someone's going to pick him up to me. If I had to guess right now, it feels like someone's going to take a chance on Matt Ryan. If he's... If he's determined to not be done playing, then he's going to have that opportunity. I also think he is going to be great on television. I do too. I've long thought that about Matt Ryan, just watching him interviewed. He's going to be really good. And he is also the type that I think will not hold back, but he's going to be able to navigate it in a professional way where he's not going to burn bridges. That's a rare quality to have. When you're an analyst where you can be critical and honest but not burn bridges. I think he's going to have that ability. And, I mean, we'll get into some stories later this week where you've got current players who don't know about big moments in history. I wonder. Oh, this is a great story. If you're going to have a, a bigger conversation. people eventually don't even know Matt Ryan played in the NFL. It's like, oh, no. the broadcaster? He lost a big lead in the, in yeah. the Super Bowl one year? That, 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 that guy? That same guy? That happened? Back the at Falcons it tomorrow. Played in the 3 o'clock Eastern for Hot Mike across the Outkick Network. <laughs>